Engage podcast brought to you by NEIC Instructional Technology Department. The show where you can hear the innovative and engaging things your colleagues are doing in their classrooms. And now, here are your hosts, Lauren and Gabriel. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Innovate Engage podcast brought to you by NEISD's Instructional Technology Department. That's right. This is our first episode. And this episode and all future episodes are going to be all about the collaboration and the innovative and engaging things that are going on between classroom teachers and instructional technology specialists. Which is really great. And we happen to be instructional technology specialists. So my name is Lauren Snyder. Um, I have been in the department for, this is my third year. Before that, I taught middle school math and science. So I'm just really excited about this. As am I. I, for those of you who don't know who I am, Gabriel Carrillo. I'm an instructional technology specialist as well. I've been in this department four years. However, I've been doing this for about eight to nine years. So when you listen to this podcast, we're hoping that you get some really great ideas for things that you can incorporate into your classroom, different ways that you can meaningfully engage your students, new things to try and ways to collaborate with your ITS because we are here as a resource for you and we love working with teachers to make an impact on students. That's right. We're going to release every second Tuesday of the month and each episode is going to be more or less between 20 to 30 minutes because we know that time is is precious and time is a commodity, but we also want to make sure that you guys get enough information that you can take it in and really marinate on that and get something out of it. And more than anything, get inspired to collaborate with your instructional technology specialist to really, really do some great things in the classroom with your students. With that being said, let's get right into this first episode. This first episode features a dynamic duo, Nicole Flood and Michelle Heider. Michelle Heider is an instructional technology specialist at Tejeda Middle School, and Nicole Flood is actually a middle school teacher at Tejeda Middle School as well. And they've been working together on a specific project that you guys are going to actually hear about in a bit. Now, what's really cool about this duo is they've been working together for a really long time. They've known each other for over a decade. And so their relationship, their working relationship is just very natural and it flows and they feed off of each other's ideas. And it's just something to aspire to. So listening to them is really inspiring. It's motivating. And I think you're going to love it. Well, actually, we know you're going to love it. So without further ado, here's the conversation with Nicole Flood and Michelle Heider. Enjoy. I am uh, Nicole Flood. I teach at Tejeda Middle School. I've worked for Northeast ISD for 17 years now, 18 years. I um, graduated from the University of Texas in Austin with a degree in kinesiology, but I also minored in reading. Um, I happen to have two master's degrees. One happens to be in reading and the other in um, administration. I'm, I'm here because I'm pretty good at collaborating with my ITS. So we're here to talk about how we do what we do. Nice. Let's hear from the ITS. All right. So hi, I'm Michelle Heider, and I also graduated from the University of Texas in Austin. Um, I have a Bachelor of Science in Advertising. I got my teacher certification a couple years later from UTSA. I've taught seventh grade and sixth grade English um, at Kitty Hawk Middle School in Judson. Then I became an instructional technology specialist and have been doing that ever since. That's awesome. Very nice. Yeah. So how did you guys meet? 
Well, we met at Driscoll Middle School 17 years ago. We keep doing the math, but we're reading teachers, so yeah. it's kind of hard. Um, but our we have sons that are the same age, and they would play together. And originally, she would come in and help with whatever technology that we had in the classroom. We would go to a computer lab, and we mm-hmm. would work together there, and we just hit it off. Um, Michelle left the district for a few years, um, and then she came back, and she arrived magically at Tejeda Middle School, and we're like, oh, wait, here we go again. <laughs> and what I do is I call her, or I text her, I'm like, hey, I have this idea. What can you help me with? And I would like to just give the kids like an extension a lot of times. We always incorporate an extension. So we'll do the reading English lesson, but then we try to take it up a few levels so that these students have a um, resource to go to later. It's not about my class, it's about down the line. What can they turn in that's going to be unique and different and provide you know some critical thinking skills as well? Still hitting what we need to hit, you know, what the, the same goals, the same standards, uh, teaks, and we just um, hit it through a technology lesson a different way um, that I think engages the students. Um, we always, we've been collaborating, like she said, for years, and um, uh, the what I really enjoy about collaborating is, is we're able to um, create the lesson together, and then we uh, have take a step back after we've created and after the kids have um, you know uh, turned in their work and we take a step back and we say well how can we make this better what should we have in- included so um, I don't I don't find myself um, doing that a lot and and um, but I do I feel like it's it's crucial it's it's very important to just not one and done but continue to follow up so that we can all grow and then in turn the kids can grow um, as well the one we just did recently or at the beginning of the year I wanted to do an introduction so I would get to know the kids quickly and I've always had a project that I did paper pencil that I would get to know the kids very quickly it was fast to grade within a within a week I'm like okay I know something about every child and um, this year I don't even I think it was in the middle of July I'm like hey what do you got and because we I guess we hadn't really heard from each other in a couple weeks I'm like well this will get it going again. And she's like, have you ever seen Draw My Life? And I was like, no. But she, we went on to talk about it, and I could do a lot of the writing process while we also brought in just a fun way for the kids to tell us about themselves. And so we ended up putting together iMovie, which I have never used before, but now I'm an expert. Um, and let them draw. They had markers, they had whiteboards, and they just love stuff like that. There was no glitter on this one, but they were happy. <laughs> um, but when we reflected, I did not feel I did a good job leading up to the draw my life part. I don't think I went through the writing process as clearly as I could have done. Like, I think I needed an extra day in there to make sure that the students had gone through the whole writing process because I found several that were just ad-libbing and that wasn't the point. So that was our reflection on that particular one. Yeah, I, I thought the kids enjoyed it. Um, I think um, it added that element of 
they're important um, and and you you know you gave them that opportunity to um, tell about what what did we have them tell their um, like four highlights of their of their life if you you because we didn't think they could tell their whole life stories because if you've ever talked to seventh and eighth graders their whole life story could take days days and we had to have them condense it down to a summary either of their life or maybe a big event in their life that changed the way they looked at the world and we asked them to go pretty deep pretty fast because we wanted to really hit those um, social emotional learning um, triggers as well like what what about this kid do I need to know before the school year starts? That's, I'm glad that you brought that up because the big push is social emotional learning, tying it in and kind of doing it all the time every day, right? And that was you, Michelle, you? Well, I mean, I think she does that naturally. I mean, yeah. you know, having that relationship with your, your students and, you know, just talking to them, not about, okay, turn your work in, but hey, how's it going? You know, what what's going on in your life? Taking that time to, to be with that student and realize that um, and have the student realize that they're important and it's they're just not a grade they're they're a person and she's really there to help them so i think she has a knack for that and she does that naturally you know, naturally know your clientele um, yes yeah know your clientele. exactly and so this just kind of wrapped it all in a nice little bow so we also, one of the, where we're trying to incorporate SEL, so we started trying to think about how can we do this with every assignment. And we did a, a cell design where we incorporated what they were doing in science with um, the readings that they were doing with Ray Bradbury, and we had them design a cell that would survive on Mars, or of course we gave them an option of Venus because we read some about that as well. But what we learned um, is we threw in a question on Google Classroom. You know, what were the peaks and the pits of this assignment? And we had some amazing feedback um, from the kids. They love the assignment, but they hate trying to find text evidence to back it up. <laughs> um, they love working with Tinkercad, but I couldn't get it to do this. Like it was always something very specific and it was, it was kind of humorous because they had done so much, but yet they couldn't get it to do one little thing. Um, they kept talking about cytoplasm, how they couldn't get cytoplasm oh, yeah. to show up. And I'm like, well, it's not because it's the filler. But they're like, but it should. This flood, it should. You know, <laughs> sorry, kids. Um, but that was that was one of that we came up with that idea as well to to hit that and also for our reflection. So I don't know how we're going to do cytoplasm, but we got to figure something out for these babies because they were adamant <laughs> about it. Um, out of the one class, I, I think I had. 12 kids that were like, well, we sure would like cytoplasm. We're like, okay, you know, what do we do? But um, I, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I think it, it makes them feel important because, you know, think about it. I know I think about my, uh, you know, my school career. I don't recall once a teacher asking me, what did you like about this lesson? What was the, what was the, your, your, peak of this lesson and then what was the pit about it what was the you know what was the worst thing about it I've never I never recall that and I don't know that I recall asking my students that so um, I think it makes them feel like it has meaning to them like this can if, if we structure something and in the future or whatever we do next um, maybe we can glean some information from that and then we can move forward tailoring it tailoring it more to them. So I think it's, um, I think it was a, a good thing. It was a good <laughs> thing. I, and I was going to talk a little bit more about collaborating. Um, I, while we, when you, you sent out some 
um, questions ahead of time and it turned into me going you remember that assignment we did <laughs> but we didn't write quite like it how, how can, we, can we dust that off and bring that back and so we actually are in a planning uh, meeting today and so I've already like remember this and she's like oh yeah and so we've already pulled it back up and going yeah we don't like it um, so we have been kind of brainstorming how are we gonna make sure that we, we hit, hit the, the reading, reading the writing, writing. And yeah. some technology pieces and really uh, move it up um, the SAMR and the Bloom's um, taxonomy levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've um, we think we've evolved over the years. I mean, again, we've been working together for a while now, and um, I really think we've both grown in the department of um, just you know our relationship has grown, and that that is like everything as far as I'm concerned when you're collaborating. Um, and so I think our relationship has grown and I think that we have grown as teachers um, and uh, again, just making sure that it's tailored to the, the kids and, and what they want and, and what are their personalities, what do they like and is it authentic to them? And I think we've really come a long way in that department, especially in our reflections on everything we do. Yeah, that's definitely something we've really worked hard on this last about year and a half. Another thing, though, is not everybody can plan like we do. We plan through text, through IMs. We'll sit down and go, okay, we have 45 minutes, but we usually get distracted by something else because people come in and ask questions. Um, And one of the things that I think we're both absolutely amazing at is punting. (laughs) That didn't work. How are we going to redo this? Um, And... Lauren Snyder came in one time and we had to punt a little bit, but I think being pretty flexible when it comes to technology always has to be in the back of your head. You know, if something goes wrong, what can I do instead? And I think that's one of the gifts that both Michelle and I have is we're really good at going from plan A to plan Z if, if we need to. So you talked a little bit about how typically knowledge of your students and the things they're interested in are things you keep in mind when you plan an activity or a lesson for your students. Now the Draw Your Life activity was at the beginning of the year before you were able to really establish those relationships. So you couldn't use that to base your lesson choice on. So what did you base it on and how did you know that it would be something that would engage them? We looked at the Draw My Lives on YouTube. We we both have um, kids, um, mine aren't as young as hers, but we both watch the trends. Um, I, I know Michelle loves to watch her Hollywood reports and see what's going on, and I'm like all over every other social media. So we're, uh, and, and I talk to the kids. Um, I live in this neighborhood, and I've seen these kids, I've been here so long, I've seen them born, I know their parents. So just, I think that's part of, part of what we know, that the, how they'll like something, is that we actually keep up with what's going on. Um, Unfortunately, they're not into NPR or anything like that, which is fun. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why? Uh, I never thought. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, but we, we try and watch what our kids are doing and watch what the kids around us are doing, and I think that helped. Plus, we were kind of, we kind of cheated this year because we had, a, um, I, my, last year I taught seventh grade. This year I have seventh and eighth grade. So we already knew a huge chunk of the kids mm-hmm. coming in. So that helped as well, yeah. that we kind of knew what, we, when we saw some certain names on the roll sheets, we're like, oh, we can do this. Oh, we can do this. We, we've already trained them to do this. 
That's and incredible. I, and I think she's always also um, good about a, cho- a choice, um, not necessarily in this um, particular project, but um, but I think um, just choice in general. I mean, not knowing the kids, but giving them the choice. I know we're gonna we're working on a, n- a new project, and uh, the students will have a choice um, to do something. So, but I really think this project too helped us see an insight into some of those kids. Um, and most kids, when you tell them that they're going to use iMovie or they're going to they're going to do something instead of writing it, um, you know, I think that it you know in a nutshell helps them become a little bit more engaged. And then we also didn't put the pressure on them. So you know, draw my life. They have to take a whiteboard and draw scenes from their life. Well, so that could intimidate some kids. But we um, had some examples that were highly drawn out and highly you know intricate and then we just had stick figures so I think that kind of took the pressure off some of those kids who don't like to draw don't worry it's okay you don't have to like draw um perfectly just you know show us that's what we wanted we wanted them to show yeah we let them use um if they wanted to use props they could put like a little matchbox car on there or anything like that um, they could do that. And I think the reason I love to do a lot of this technology is I really don't like grading essays, to be honest. Who does? I just, <laughs> it, it just, That's I not would, why you got into <laughs> teaching? Yeah, no, it's not. And so I think when, when they're given something other than an essay, but they're still having to do the writing process, they're still having to back up their their um, words with text evidence, it's just a different format. And I think that's why it's a little bit more successful and we do we do have trouble sometimes. I, I know we use Fakebook, and we one of our best technology students got in a fight with Fakebook and walked in the next day with a piece of cardboard with a piece of cardboard where she had actually in, reinvented Facebook on this piece of cardboard and, and did it all beautifully with a marker. Um, and it, and it does happen sometimes. And the part that was so rewarding was that she knew, okay, this didn't work for me. I can um, go a different direction, and Miss Flood and Miss Hyder are going to be. Hey, that's great. Can you kind of just give us what tools, what digital tools were involved in this process? I know you mentioned Google Classroom, uh, iMovie on the iPads. What else? Like, if you were to give us a list, and those teachers who are listening, what? Oh, tools? just on that pr- the particular that draw particular my life? draw my life project. Yeah. iMovie. iMovie. Google Classroom. And Google Classroom. Yeah. And then, yeah. But we've used already this year, we've used Flipgrid, uh, Fakebook. We're getting ready to do Adobe Spark or Adobe Video along. Tinkercad. We've used Tinkercad. If, if it's out there, we've tried it. Mm-hmm. But for this particular Draw My Life project, it was yes. iPad. I'm assuming iPads, right? Yes, yes. IPads. iPads, iMovie, whiteboards. So we. We hit up the math teacher. We hit up the math teacher. <laughs> I we have um, no whiteboards? <laughs> I bribed several teachers to get enough markers. I, I still owe them. I think it was tacos. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just and I, I think it's finding your resources. We discovered um, Lauren helped us figure out that we couldn't use our older iPads. We had to use newer ones. Otherwise, I don't think we could slow it down. I don't remember what we couldn't do. Yeah, some of the kids had filmed their video using the iPad camera, and they had filmed it in time-lapse, making it go really quickly. And then they wanted to put it into iMovie to slow it down. And on the older iPads, that's not an option. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
So, so. And, and I think that's a lot of being just being super flexible and being able to, okay, I, that's not going to work. We have to do it this way. And that was a punt because it was a, what, it was what did y'all do y'all y'all air did y'all airdrop to another we airdrop some and then others go no it's fine at that speed oh you know what it was it was the other way around they couldn't speed it up oh. and so we told them you can choose to do it in time lapse and slow it down or you can airdrop or just be happy with what you have interesting mm-hmm. cool now uh this you guys have been collaborating for years. What advice, Nicole, would you have for somebody who has not, maybe doesn't have that 17-year bond relationship with their ITS? Maybe they're new to that campus. Maybe they're new to the profession. Maybe the, their ITS is new to that campus. What advice would you give a teacher wanting to do something? Maybe listening to this and saying, man, that, that's pretty inspiring. I want to try something like that. What advice would you give to somebody? Well, I've worked with other ITSs, and the whole department's amazing at going, yes, I can work with you. I can, what do, what do, you, what do you envision? Here's some ideas. I think just being really open and flexible to something new. It's not easy. Um, it does involve some work. It, it, it's a different way to look at things. But I think, and you don't, it, they don't have to be there forever. But I've worked with several different ITSs and done some amazing stuff the, um, along the um, Ellen Hagen. Um, I worked with Terry Sanchez. So I've, I've, it, I don't think it matters too much who the person is. I just really got lucky that Michelle was already a friend and we were able to just keep yeah. going. Um, and not that Terry and Ellen aren't, just it was just like, oh, here's somebody that's going to help me. And I think it's really on the, teacher like just reach out there are people that will help you in so many different ways um, and, and not just necessarily in the ITS department um, just throughout Northeast if somebody needs something this district's great about going here let me help you how can how can we do this nice you want to hit him with another question Lauren what do we got no I'm done you're done I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um, so with your draw my life project what are some of the takeaways you think the students got or that you hope they walked away with? I hope they walked away with a, a review of the writing process, so that's going to help them in their other classes as well as reading along the way. Um, I hope they were able to reflect a little bit about themselves. Um, that's always something you want them to be able to think about themselves. But I also love the fact that a lot of the kids didn't have an iMovie experience. Um, they weren't real familiar. It was able for us to find those new students that had never used Google Classroom before and do a side teach on making sure they were ready for all their other classes in Google Classroom since Northeast uses that so much. Um, it, it also gave us, a, right off the bat, we can go, who's really good with technology? Who do I need to keep an eye on? But as far as, I always just don't want kids afraid of technology. Um, I want them to go forward because it, it doesn't go away. It's, you know, they're, they are great at looking at, you know, Snapchat and uh, what's that other thing? The Insta. Insta, and all of those. TikTok. All of, TikTok, TikTok, that was TikTok. TikTok. Oh, yeah. You know, they're great at that, but they can't see past that a lot of times. And, like, there's other ways out there to convey your message, whatever it might be. I've even had a few students over the past that are really interested in making sure they have a real positive social media presence. They want to, that was part of their career plan, which makes it interesting. Um, I actually have two students out there right now that one's at 
OSU and ones at A and M, and it hurt my heart. But anyhow, but they <laughs> are both. Um, I just I just listened to one has a radio show um, that talks about sports, and the other one just interviewed the golf team on the A and M network. Um, wow. Right, cool. and it all started with what we did in class. Um, and it so, all started in floods class. Yeah, it all started in floods class. And um, I feel like that could actually be a catchphrase for your class. <laughs> it all started, it all started in floods flood class. class. Hashtag. <laughs> but it, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited. And one of them has agreed to come back and speak with my classes about how it started in floods class and, and, and go from there. And I actually have um, a few of my students are interested in pursuing something in sports, but they all three know that they aren't going to play college ball there they might not even play high school ball but they all have an interest in sports and but look at all these avenues that are mm -hmm. out there for you and I, I you know it's not just about technology it's about what what can they take away from my class and use in the future I think unknowingly like it's it's the all those soft skills that that are so important in the workplace that you know we need to these kids need to have to be successful in in these jobs that we don't even know are going to be created yet um, but it's that collaboration it's the problem solving and I think um, a lot of the lessons that that we do or the, the technology um, allows for that problem solving and and we have evolved um, in that we are now letting the kids try to figure it out themselves you know in the beginning I might do a longer teach piece on this is how you go through this program now we're just here's a video watch a video have at it um, we noticed that a lot of kids were sitting there through some of our our instruction and with glazed over and, and you know chomping at the bit to just get started so we reflected on that and said hey we're just gonna let them go and then ask a neighbor and then we saw you know we do lots of collaboration too and we saw that and they're figuring things out for themselves and they're problem solving and they're learning to work with each other and help each other and I think those are the skills that are um, just as important as the writing process or personal narratives or whatever you may be teaching. I don't think we've given more than 10 minutes of instruction, verbal instruction. There's um, like our whole class instruction, I guess would be the best um, term to use um, at this point. And we, the kids have rewarded us because they're, when we do move around the room, they're asking questions that are specific to them. Like, I want red, not green. He's got green. How'd you get red? You know, and those, those, mm -hmm. little, those little nuances that they're learning to ask better questions as well. Um, instead of asking, well, how do I do this? We're getting, okay, well, I've got to this point. Now, what do I need to do to get it to do this? Whatever, whatever we're working with. And I, I like that because it's, as a teacher, it's very disheartening when you've planned out this great little lecture and they're like, what? Like, cause they're not going to listen. And then we know that we know that from every piece of educational material we've ever been given, they're not going to listen after about five or seven minutes. So we've, we've purposely designed it where they don't have to listen for more than five or seven minutes. We've, we've, you know, been trying to teach to their learning style and we put the videos in there and it is, it, it, it does get upsetting sometimes when they ask this question and you're like, did you watch the video? <laughs> well, no, why would I do that? What do you mean? You know, we put it there so that now you can ask very specific questions versus very broad questions. Wow. So great job on the collaboration, the continued collaboration and giving us your guys's insight and your 
background and everything that you guys have done and put forth with both the collaboration and relationship as well as the lesson. So I think this, I think on the count of three, we need to do a, it all started in floods class. I think so too. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag. Hashtag one, two, oh, go for it, Lauren. Oh, no, no, no. I'll say it later. One, two, three. It It all started started in floods class. That's right. What were you going to say, Lauren? Oh, I was just going to say, I think that should be the title of our the episode. I, I, it all started in floods class. It has been. It's been so cool, like watching these kids come back to me. I had one yesterday here um, who loved the idea of doing high school and college differently. Um, she finished high school in three years. She went to SAC, uh, didn't have to pay anything because of her financial situation ended up in um, the Texas Tech teaching program. So within six years, she has a job teaching. Um, cool. She'll actually wow. go to Thailand to teach. Oh, wow. um, she leaves next week. Um, she was here yesterday doing some ELL stuff. And then she goes, and it's because you told me it was okay not to do it like everybody else. Because it all else. started in flux. I, <laughs> right. I did it. I got another. And no, I'm not, it's not like that with all the kids but you hear in there you you hear back and you're like all right mm-hmm. i just had one that's a national merit scholar and i'm like oh to think i thought she was sleeping under my desk when she was really <laughs> studying because she needed that downtime and i would find her under my desk just i just need a moment okay there you go so i got a national merit scholar out of it too mm-hmm. so nice. cool awesome. well thank you very much anything you want to add I don't think think? so. Maybe just one final question would be, where does it go from here? Now what? (laughs) Okay. Now what? I just really wish people could see the face that Flood just made when I asked that question because it was amazing. (laughs) Michelle shed a tear (laughs) right now, too. Um, Where does it go from here? I I will be retiring at the end of the year. Really? Um, Yes. I'm going to... I, I haven't quite finished what I'm going to do. Um, it looks like I'll be working with, with a different type of student um, outside of education, but I'll still be helping, I'll still be teaching. Um, so I, I feel good about that. I'll, I'll get more of the details um, this evening. I, I definitely will finish the year. We are gonna to put together a portfolio um, to maybe use at a different time, but this is probably my, my last trip around, so. Your last trip around in around Northeast. In Northeast. I, I, but, but I won't go to another school. But I'm still going to be in the let me help people um, world because I finally realized that what makes me tick is I love to be able to help people. Wow. I don't know about you guys, ladies and gentlemen, but I thought that that was pretty amazing. The conversation, the topic, and just the overall energy and relationship between both Michelle and Nicole is something that you can definitely hear from that interview. Yeah. I think it was a really great duo to get started with, but we've got a whole lot of really neat guests coming up in the future that I'm also excited to talk to and see just different working dynamics, different ideas, because there are so many out there. That's right. And we know that some of you elementary teachers are thinking, well, that was interesting, but it was middle school. That doesn't really pertain to me. Well, guess what? Our next episode, which will be dropping December 10th, is going to be from a fellow elementary colleague. I don't know what platform you're listening 
to this podcast on right now, but we are on all major podcasting platforms. So be sure to subscribe so that the episodes just magically show up on your phone. We know teachers are crazy busy and the last thing you need is one more thing to do, like looking for our podcast every month. Yeah. And if you're interested to hear what podcast platforms we're available on, we are an Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and much more. So just make sure that you search for Innovate, Engage, all one word, sharing that middle E, and you should be able to find us. If you want to listen to us on a web browser instead of an application, you can definitely hit the podcast homepage, which is anchor.fm forward slash NEISD hyphen instructional hyphen technology. And if you're interested in sharing what innovative and engaging things you and your ITS are collaborating on, let us know by tagging us on any of our social media accounts. We have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and all of them, we are NEISD iTech. Yeah, and make sure that you do leave a review on any of those podcast platforms whichever one that you use to get your podcasts. Thank you guys for tuning in and we will catch you next time.